Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Greta Lambert came to the Alabama Shakespeare Festival in 1985. As she looks toward retiring as the ASF Deputy Artistic Director and Director of Education, the esteemed actor joins us by Skype to talk about her favorite roles and her plans. Greta, it's such an honor to have you join us today on Troy Public Radio. Oh, I am delighted to be here. I always love talking to you. Greta, besides being an actor with thousands of fans, you're also the Alabama Shakespeare Festival's Deputy Artistic Director and Director of Education. You're retiring from that particular post. Tell me about this decision. Yes. Well, I'm sure it's true in most businesses. You know, as businesses come back to work, we have more and more things to do (laughs) to try to keep our theater running and alive. And I just think something like education is a job for a young person, (laughs) a young person with a lot of energy and a lot of good new ideas. And I love ASF so much. I want the very best for ASF. And, um, I uh, could use the time. (laughs) Thankfully, you're going to continue acting. Are you going to be acting in the local area or are you looking farther afield? I'm just kind of play it all by ear. I know I'm going to spend a few months just working in my garden and seeing, frankly, what else in my community I can participate with. I've been so wrapped up in the theater and that keeps me busy 24-7 So I'm anxious to first have a little breathing room and then see what else is going on in our community. Greta, the story about how you came back to your home state is fascinating. You actually went to New York expecting what? (laughs) I went to New York like every young actor because what we're taught in our training is that you make your way to New York. And I went via Washington, D.C. I lived there for about four years. And um, you go to New York, you get an agent, and you try to do film and television. You try to do Broadway and off-Broadway. And so I got an agent, and the first thing they submitted me for was a 10-month contract at the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. (laughs) And I thought, no, it's taken me my whole life to get out of Alabama. So I came, as I said to other people, kicking and screaming. But you know what? The minute I arrived, I thought, this is amazing. I was so proud that we had this world-class theater in Alabama. And it took about four years of me doing a season and then going back to New York. And I even went out to L.A. for a while. But my heart was here from that first season. I loved it. And what year was that? That was 1985. It was the opening season of the Montgomery location of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. It had been a summer theater in Anniston for years. And thanks to a generous gift from Mr. Blunt, Martin Platt moved the theater to Montgomery. And I was in the very first show in the building, Midsummer Night's Dream with Philip Pleasance. 
And it was an exciting time to be an actor, to be a theater artist, and to be an Alabama native. You know, I was just so happy and proud. And, of course, the Alabama Shakespeare Festival is considered the crown jewel of the state of Alabama. And it's been your home for all of these decades. Yes, it has. It has. When Rodney Clark and I married, we made this our home. And that was about 25 years ago. But both of us are from Alabama. And we love this theater. We love this state. And I love this community. And so... I've made it my home, and except for traveling a little bit, I plan to stay here. That is great news. Greta, among your roles, my favorite was as Ivy Rowe in Fair and Tender Ladies. It took my breath away. And when you and I did an interview about that role, it struck a chord with you and your own roots. It really did. Um, It's my favorite role, too. It kind of connected me to my Appalachian roots and my bluegrass roots. I fell in love with the story, Lee Smith's novel and um, the play by Eric Schmiedel. Yes, I found my roots. And the music, Karen Pell took me by the hand and helped me learn to sing. It's like I found a home in that role. The whole experience was just amazing. And we did it three different productions It toured around the Southeast once. We did it in the festival, but the first one was in the Octagon. And I think the Octagon is my favorite space in our theater. And all the elements came together and just created magic for me. Other roles that really touch your heart were what? Well, since I was in the fifth grade, I wanted to play Lady Macbeth. (laughs) So I was glad I got to do that. The other one was Blanche Dubois in Streetcar Named Desire, just because it's such a difficult and challenging role. And it it sort of took me to some dark places I didn't know existed. (laughs) I loved playing Blanche. I love Tennessee Williams, uh, beautiful language. I've been so fortunate to have so many fabulous roles, but I guess those are my top three. And now you're starring in The Tempest, And I believe you have some companions on the stage who are part of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival history. Yes, Greg Thornton is in the show, and so is Chris Mixon and Chauncey Thomas. And Rick Dildine has gathered a fantastic group of actors. The lovely young lady who plays my daughter, Miranda, Sigrid Wise, was one of my interns. So... The whole cast is just fantastic, and it's another dream role I never dreamed that I would do. I remember in my second season playing Miranda with Philip Pleasance as Prospero, and I would just sit at his feet and marvel at the way he used the language. So if anything, my Prospero is a tribute to Philip Pleasance and the beautiful production we did. What is the lesson in The Tempest that we can learn today? I think what The Tempest tells us is to forgive our enemies. I have a line that says the rarer action is in virtue than in vengeance. And it takes the whole play for Prospero to learn that instead of this delicious revenge she's been planning for 12 years the best, most honorable thing to do as a human being is to find forgiveness for those who trespass against you. That's the lesson that Prospero learns, and I guess that lesson's been around uh, 
a long time in literature. So how long will The Tempest run at the Alabama Shakespeare Festival? It runs through March 12th. There's romance, there's comedy, and magic, and a sorceress who is bent on revenge. (laughs) You know, we have a beautiful theater here, but what really makes this building are the people that work here. And they're all working so hard to create beautiful stories on the stage. And I just urge everyone, come back to the theater and be part of our community um, and share some of these wonderful stories that take place on our stages. So glad you're staying in the capital city of Alabama. Thank you for sharing your talent, your love of theater, your love of the people who attend the theater and the people of Alabama. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for talking with me. Joining us by Skype was actor Greta Lambert, who is retiring in June as the Deputy Artistic Director and Director of Education at the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. Greta's current role on stage is that of Prospero in The Tempest, and ticket information can be found at the ASF.net website. We join her multitude of fans with gratitude for her leadership in the arts and her stellar 38 years in theater. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio. Support comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine providing individual and group counseling to the neurodivergent and neurotypical alike. More information at sunshine2000.com.